0: For those of you who may not be familiar with what a management consulting firm is, Glenn's next move, he had another job in between there, but he ended up at the company where he is now, 24 years ago, McKinsey & Company, one of the world's largest management consulting companies. What does McKinsey do, Glenn? What is it? Just a very
1: quick synopsis. Right, just very simply put, we're a global management consulting firm. We have a presence around the world and what we do in essence is that we help mostly very large companies and sometimes smaller companies substantially transform and improve their performance through strategy, operations, organizational change and increasingly it's all about digital technology. But essentially we are counselors, advisors, consultants To senior managers, we try to help them improve their business.
0: Excellent. So, Glenn started at McKinsey 24 years ago as a senior associate. He actually went to graduate school. He got two graduate school degrees in between. He got his master's in East Asian studies at Yale, and then he got his MBA. At the Wharton School, and he studied finance. You were advising senior management of leading multinational and domestic companies in Asia, there across a range of industries banking, insurance, consumer electronics, and retail. But within two years of being on that job, your boss came to you one day and said, Glenn, I want to move you into a new role. And that was the beginning of your journey to becoming Head of Reputation and Communications in McKinsey, which is what you're doing today. Can you share with our listeners, Glenn, the story about how and why you ended up pivoting from working with clients as a senior associate to tapping into your superpower, becoming McKinsey's content marketing innovator in greater China?
1: Now, Thanks for that question. I've written a little bit about it on LinkedIn. And so I've shared a little bit about my story. But I think the people that I work with, some of the leaders that I work with, the partners that I work with, they saw it in me. They saw that my talents. And I had someone, the head of the office came to me one day, sat me down. And he said, look, Glenn, you're a great communicator." And you're a leader and we need someone like you in this brand new role that doesn't really exist. So they actually created a role for me that didn't exist, not only in that office, but almost firm wide at the time. This was a long time ago. This is 1999. And he gave me a couple of options. He said, look, you know, you could continue as a consultant or you could try out this new role. And I almost instantly said, yes, of course, I want to try this new role because he could see it in me. I was very fortunate that I had someone who was a mentor, maybe even you can call him a sponsor, someone who really supported me and wanted to see me succeed, but they knew that I would probably succeed in a bigger, better way, in a way that was, would be more of a natural fit for myself in this new role.
0: But I want to rewind the clock by a matter of weeks because I did read that article. On LinkedIn, in which you talk about how you had a period of time while you were a senior associate when you were kind of twiddling your thumbs, waiting for your next assignment, your next client to be assigned to you. And instead of doing what some of us might have done, which would have been go to the beach, read some books, chill, watch some Netflix if it happened today, you started writing. Can you talk about what that was that you did in more detail?
1: Sure. Exactly. The way you describe it, you summarize it very, very well. But let me tell you what happened. I was literally waiting for my next assignment and I kept calling the staffing professional who who managed all of that regularly. You know, I was being quite persistent. So, you know, what will I work on next? And I didn't get a clear answer. And so I decided, you know, why don't I write about the story of our office and how we have changed? You know, we actually initiated a whole strategic initiative to change the direction of our office in Taipei. And without going into too much detail on that, I was part of that team. I actually was on that team that helped, you know, set the strategic direction for our Taipei office at at McKinsey. This is many, many years ago. And I decided to write about it. And I sent it to the head of the office who was responsible for this initiative. And he loved it. And he, of course, you know, had a lot of input and we went back and forth on the draft. And, you know, at that point, I, I never considered myself a writer or, you know, a communications person at all. I just wrote this article and it was in t- intended entirely for an internal publication. It's never seen the light of day outside of our firm it's locked away in you know in a, in a box in in my ar- archive in my library somewhere but what happened was it was it became the cover issue cover story of our internal magazine globally and so it sort of put mckinsey taipei on the map internally again this was purely an internal publication internal communication and the people that i work with appreciated that And they saw a talent that I didn't even see myself. And they said, hey, you know, you're a pretty good writer. Why don't you do some more of it? We could use that. We need that. We need you in in that role. So they created an entirely new role for me that I thought sort of, I knew it clicked with me. I knew that was it because for some reason, the consulting role, although I learned a lot, it was very intensive. It was like getting a second MBA, to be honest. It just didn't click, resonate with me at a deeper level the way this communication role did.
0: I love that story for so many reasons, Glenn, because it perfectly aligns with what Dr. Howard Gardner, who is a Harvard developmental psychologist, wrote about 40 years ago. He basically lobbed a hand grenade in the middle of the sort of traditional psychological profession that saw the IQ test as being The only benchmark of intelligence. You take this test. Here's the number quantifies whether or not you're a genius, whether or not you're smart. And Gardner said, no, intelligence is something that has a much broader swath. And he came up with eight different categories. And the other word that you could use for these intelligences are superpowers. They're things that come easily to us. They are gifts that we have naturally and often, like Glenn, dismiss because they come so easily to us. And I'll link to Dr. Gardner's eight intelligences, but one, of course, is communications, both written and spoken. That is Glenn's, one of his superpowers. And Glenn actually has written a wonderful article on LinkedIn about finding your superpower. He doesn't talk about Dr. Gardner, but he talks about how you can find your superpower. And more importantly, what are the clues that our young listeners can use to find theirs?
1: That's right. Now, you summarized it very nicely. And I remember walking around the hospital a few months ago. I was in the hospital and it just sort of occurred to me that that was my superpower. And I had never described it that way. And, and I definitely am not innovative in any way in, in describing it as a superpower, but basically my strength. And it was, it was something that just took me so long to discover. And in many cases, it was other people that discovered it in me. But once you discover that or somebody discovers it in you, and it really is what you're good at, and you do develop it and invest time and energy in developing in that that. And that's what I've done for many, many years. It can be a very powerful thing. And also I've for the past seven years, I've been trying as much as I can to share what I know about that, about two things. First of all, about how to become a better writer. But also just like you said, this article I wrote only a few months ago about discovering your superpower or your, you know, one of your strengths and trying to develop that. I've been trying to share what I've learned over the years about both of those things. And I will continue to share because I'm still learning. And I think I'm still on a journey to learning about myself and developing myself. So my podcasting, my writing and my day job, what I do at McKinsey, I always feel like I'm going to try to learn something new or apply something that I've learned in a different way or with different people. So Regardless of age, whether you're, you're, you're young, you're just graduating, or you're someone like me, I'm sort of more mid-career, you can always learn something new and always develop. And there will always be a lot of questions and uncertainty around that, but you've got to sort of just go plunge into the unknown and just try things.
0: Yes. Well, one of the things that you tried while you were an undergrad at Cornell was taking a Russian literature course... And it was in that course that your professor said to you, Glenn, this assignment, this writing assignment that you did was so amazing. I want to submit it for an award. And that was one of the clues that in hindsight, you said, oh, gosh, I guess I was hearing from people in my life who were calling out my writing ability. And I would go so far as to say is, yes, of course it's a strength, but it's one of those strengths that you have that you dismiss, you take it for granted. And you think, gosh, well, so many people are great writers. So many people are amazing dancers or good musicians or incredible listeners. But the truth is, if it is something that you find people coming to you, calling to your attention. Gosh, do you have time to talk? I'd really like your advice about this, or would you mind performing here or there? Those are the signs, my friends, that your superpowers are in that direction. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at